Welcome to The Jill Sinclair Show, bringing you real conversations about business and life to help you overcome your success blockers. Now, as always, remember to subscribe, rate, and review on whatever platform you're listening or watching. And if you happen to be on Apple, smash me a big old five stars on that one. Okay, a few weeks back, we were talking about setting healthy boundaries in your personal relationships. This week, we're gonna talk about how to set healthy boundaries and strong boundaries in your work relationships. Now, the first thing you have to understand is what are the expectations of you and your role? What exactly are the expectations? What does your job description say? What is it complete? Is it full? Has it changed? Has it evolved? Has it been taken away? What does your job description actually say that you're expected or expected to do at work? What are the expectations? So when you have a clear expectation of what you need to do and who you report to and what you need to be, you know, accomplishing every single day, then there shouldn't be any boundaries that you're you're unclear of. So where the murky water comes is when someone starts getting more responsibilities put on their plate more and more and more and they're not saying no. And all of a sudden they're working till 10 o'clock every single night. They're bringing their laptop home. Well, maybe some people are still working from home, uh, but they're bringing their laptop into their personal space. They're bringing it into their personal lives and their personal time. So what you need to understand again is look at your job description. Now, if it's evolved, then you go speak with your HR manager and talk about, hey, you know what, let's book a meeting and get the expectations out there. Let's book a meeting and talk about my role because I believe it's evolved. I've taken, you know, more responsibility here, less responsibility here, or whatever it is. So you can have this on record as to what the expectations are of you. Now, also you need to have a direct communication with your manager. How many other managers do you report to as well? Like who are you reporting to on a daily basis, a weekly basis, monthly, whatever it is, and what are their expectations of you? Because if you don't have clear expectations, you're not going to deliver clear results. If you don't have clear expectations, you're not going to deliver clear results. So that is a conversation that you also must have with any manager that you have. And if you are a manager, you need to make sure that you're delivering that information to your employees and to your team. So when you're reviewing your, your job description, you look at that and then you have, and again, it's going to be fluid. Our lives are fluid. If we've noticed anything with COVID, we've had to be fluid in things that we do and things that we accomplish. So be fluid in that job description, but understand there needs to be the expectation that everyone knows exactly what you're supposed to be doing and who you're reporting to. So there's just no confusion. You know, not there's not two, three, five, ten people touching the same piece of paper because that's a colossal waste of time. Now, the second thing is in the expectation is to make sure that you have the expectation conversation with your colleagues colleagues, as well as with your manager. Now, when you're having expectation with your colleagues, you basically talk about what your role is and, you know, maybe you're going to need them on some projects to help you out with something, or maybe, you know, you're going to be flying alone. I have no idea what your job is, but what you want to do is have that expectation conversation. If your colleagues need something done from you, well, is it coming from them as an authority that you have to get it done? Or are you just accepting this because you don't have those boundaries? And now I know I, I just had a mentoring session uh, just a, a couple of days ago talking about you get what you accept and people will treat you the way you allow them to. So if you keep on letting that coworker pile on that work and you just keep on putting your head down and doing the best you can and you, then you start holding grudges against them, against them, you start getting bitter against them and then you start burning out because you're accepting things onto your plate that you shouldn't be. Now I had this a uh, couple years ago actually with a company that I was, I was helping out. I was working with their employees 
unbeknownst to me, the HR assistant was doing most of the work that the HR manager was supposed to be doing. And it finally came out after there was a couple challenges that we had to address because we were seeing that there was some inconsistencies happening. And then when we saw this, it's like, oh my God, well, we should be promoting this HR assistant because she is on it. She's getting things done. Well, this other person was completely out of integrity. So again, backing this up to look at the expectations. What are your expectations and what are your colleagues' expectations? And if you feel that it's getting one-sided, well, then guess what? go to your manager and say, Hey, you know what? This colleague of mine, they, they keep on giving me things. And I, I just, I find it hard to say, no, will you help me to set a boundary there? Will you help me? Maybe, you know, maybe you can have a a meeting with the three of us to talk about that, to say, Hey, you know, Jill is working on this and I got to make sure that her head's down. And so she completes it by Friday because it's really important. And if you have other work to do, you know, maybe you can ask this other person, you know, and, and make sure again, the expectations are laid out because if you don't lay out those expectations of what you personally will accept, Well, then how can you expect others to abide by those expectations when you're not clear yourself? So again, looking at the job descriptions, looking at the roles, looking at who do you report to? And also there's nothing wrong with helping other people out. I'm not saying that you don't help others because yeah, you know what? Pull up your socks, pull up, roll up your sleeves and help others. But at the same time, if you are being inundated every single day with more work than you know that you can handle from other people that should be pulling their weight, well, then you got to set up for yourself. You got to say, Hey, you know what? I'd love to help you out, but I've got this that I need to complete by Friday. And I just don't have the time to, to help you out with this. Thanks for understanding. Boom, go on, right? Boom. The more you stand up for yourself, the easier it's going to be. But if you don't start to stand up for yourself, the more it's going to be expected of you. And then people will continue to take advantage of you. Now I have a girlfriend and years and years ago, she would, she was in a a sales, a territory sales manager position. And she would work so hard and not saying she's pushing rocks up the hill, but she would, I mean, her arms would be full of the samples and all the other shit that she had to carry all the time. She would be running from appointment to appointment. Like she, she had lost so much weight. She wasn't doing very well with her health. She'd come home, she'd throw something down in her mouth and then she'd get back on her computer and do more work. And I said, lady, you got to stop doing this because guess what? Your boss is expecting this of you. You are doing basically probably three people's jobs. And he continues to expect this from you because he doesn't know better. He's never been on the road before. He's never been in your position. So he doesn't know what it takes. You need to have a conversation with him like ASAP. So book that appointment right now, have a conversation with him and just say, Hey, I need you to know something. I'm literally working 16 hours a day and my health is suffering. I'm not sleeping. I'm not eating well. I just need some help. And guess what? When she finally stood up for herself, when she finally came forward, had that conversation with her boss, things changed. She was able to get help with her territory. She was able to get help so she didn't have to work these insane hours, right? So again, people don't know until you tell them. So if you're allowing people to continue to come over your boundaries, well, then whose fault is that? You're allowing them to continue. So you are allowing that to happen. Set your boundaries and let people know, Hey, you know what? I, unless it's, this is what I tell my clients, unless it's a 911 emergency, or I know that you're going to go close a big deal. You might need a pep talk at the last minute. I don't take any calls after this time or this time, unless again, it's a 911 that you need me right away. And also if you don't need me within like 24 hours, then send me an email. I would prefer everything on my computer. I like to address my emails 
on my computer because that's more work-based for me. And then, you know, my, my uh, phone is a little bit different. Obviously it's work as well as other things. But again, I set the expectation from the very beginning. So guess what? I don't have people saying, you know, 536, seven o'clock at night, you know, Hey, you know, I, I, I want this or I need this. I need this. No, because they know that I'm not going to respond to it until I tell them I will respond to it by eight P or eight AM, excuse me, the next morning. So again, what are your parameters? What are your boundaries that you want to set? Is it going to be setting time? Well, then you need to begin that. Is your time at work between eight and five? And then maybe it's going to be after six. So you let your entire team know, unless it's a 911 emergency that you need my response right away, this is going to have to wait till tomorrow. Now, whether or not you put something in your email that sends that, that note out every time after six o'clock at night saying, I thank you so much for this email. I will be responding to it, to it by 10 AM the next day, because in case you've got a lot of emails, you don't want to over promise and under deliver. So whatever you have, I know some people have on their voicemails. Um, I will return this call within uh, one business day. Well, that's awesome. Now I know the expectation. Guess what? If they haven't returned my call within the one business day that they promised, I'm going to call them again. Cause guess what? They set that expectation out that I believe them. I'm not being naive and believing I'm believing what they say. So again, what are your parameters? So think about your parameters in your work. Who do you report to? Are they on the same page as you? Because that's where it starts as well. Whoever you're working with, you need to make sure that you're on the same page. What are your expectations? What are the intentions with your conversations? And then make sure it's, it's very clearly laid out for everyone else to know as well. So whether you have that message on your, um, on your email saying, I will address this by 10 AM the next day, 11 AM, whatever, you know, time frame you choose also on your voicemail. Now, what about the conversations you have that sometimes you don't feel like you can stand up for yourself. You don't feel like you can say, Hey, I, I just can't really, you know, do this because you feel like you might be overstepping. Here's my solution for you. Every new client I get, every new mentee I get that I'm working with, I always say to them, Hey, I'm always going to be honest with you. And in my honesty, how blunt can I be in my honesty with you? And they're like, oh, okay, well, Joel, you can be, you know, from one to 10, you can be a 10. And I'm like, uh, I think I, I think you're about a seven. So I'm going to be a seven with you. So right away, guess what happens is that lays the foundation for how our communication is. That's also a boundary. It lays it down where our communication is. So if you've given me the permission and guess what? I always write it down and put it in a book like this. And when someone complains that I might be too blunt with them, I'm like, Hey, you said I could be a 10. So I'm being a 10 with you. And then they shrink back again. Okay. Okay. And they get out of their, their ego and out of their, their heads. Right? So when you have that set expectation about how you communicate with others, then it's like all written down. It's simplified and the emotion is taken out of it. Cause you know what? I am so passionate about my life. I'm so passionate about my business, about the people I'm mentoring. I'm so passionate, but guess what? I'm not overly emotional because there is no room for emotion, like needless emotion in business because it doesn't serve anyone. When you get emotional, like you're up and down and up and down. What I need to be for my clients is I need to be stable. I need to be solid. I need them to know that they can always count on me, especially with my mentees. They know emphatically that they can count on me. When I've got my mentee sessions every Saturday morning, every Sunday morning, they know without a doubt that I'm going to be there. I'm either going to be in the hospital or, you know, deceased if I'm not going to be showing up. So what are your parameters? What have you set? Even in, you know, people that maybe be reporting to you or people that you're reporting to, 
What are those parameters? Because you're going to save yourself just a crap ton of heartache when you spell it out, when you're very clear with that. So what are your parameters in the, in regards to the time? What are your parameters in regards to the communication style? And what are the parameters in regards to what your job description is? Those three things, my friend, are going to help you to define clearer what your job is and what the expectations are at work. And then you can go at home night you can go home at night and you can feel fulfilled that you've done your best because you've communicated what your standards are, what your limits are and what your boundaries are. And so no one can ever complain because you've been such a great communicator. So as always, I hope this was, was helpful for you. Remember to stand up for yourself. Remember to set your boundaries very clear and in a loving, caring way, of course, but understand that you set your own boundaries. You get what you accept. So if you're being treated unfairly, if people are lumping work onto you, well, then you have to stand up for yourself, speak with your manager, speak with those other coworkers and really make it known what you're going to stand for and what your boundaries are. So go and subscribe, rate, and review on whatever platform you're listening to on. And remember, find me on Instagram, Ms. Jill Sinclair. Drop me a note there as well. I'm always giving little tidbits during the week. And on Clubhouse, I'm Jill Sinclair on Clubhouse. And go to my website, jillsinclair.com. I also have an area there you can drop me a note. Any questions you have, any comments you have, I'm here for you. 